Welcome to Spartan Up Podcast. I'm standing here chuckling beside Colonel Tim Nye. Mr. Funny. But on my other side, I've got Dr. Laura Pence. Not funny. And we are, it was very funny. We are the panel today. Uh, we don't have Sephra. She is in Fiji. Right. Uh, doing some incredible work on, on seeds. As you know, she's a, um, uh, a seed huntress. Seed huntress. And uh, we're also missing for the panel, though he does do the interview, Joe DeSena. And Joe is out here because we're at Fenway recording. And Joe's out there. Um, I, we don't want to say putting out fires. He's lighting fires is what Joe's doing He's right now. He's boss. He's running around getting things done. He sure is. Uh, one of the things he did was he interviewed Busy Gold. Yeah, I think one of the things that I loved about Busy in this interview and that I hope that you take from it is is that we have certain patterns that we establish um, in our history and back in time that then sort of predict our behavior in the future. And so she developed something called the break method, which is about you know cutting those patterns and understanding how those patterns might be tripping you up in the future um, and getting outside of that cycle, which hopefully our audience sort of takes from that. We can expand out into how other things in our life that become sort of future tripping, we can stop and make different changes, pivots along the way, I think. Yeah. So Spartan Up Podcast, we're here every Tuesday. But before we get to that, let's talk about Laura. She's got her own show on Wednesdays, uh, Mind Doctor. So she's going to- Spartan Mind. Spartan Mind. And then we got Zach Evanish on Thursdays, right? We like to call him the soul lifter. The soul lifter on Thursdays. And he he gives some really inspirational stuff. But our show, right? We're out here and you know what we're doing. We're interviewing the the very top, the cream of the crop kind of people, you know, either the Olympic athletes. The CEOs, the people, ordinary people who've been in extraordinary yeah, the situations. Moms, the dads, yeah. yeah, but people who have overcome obstacles in their life and how they've done it and what they've what they've had to go through to achieve whatever level of success they've had. And then we take those lessons and we apply them back to everybody else. Which is what we're doing at the end of this episode. We'll be talking about what we got from this, what you can get from it, and how you apply it in your life. This episode of Spartan Up is brought to you by FitAid, recovery for your active lifestyle. Visit ForTheFitAid.com and sign up to win an amazing grand prize package from FitAid and Spartan. We are here for Spartan Up Podcast, sitting Indian style. Lake Tahoe with Busy Gold. And um, I'm not sure what we're going to talk about, but you're a hypnotherapist. I founded something called Break Method, which actually is a program that allows me to access the same parts of your brain and sift through memories, making sure that I'm avoiding the conflict that inevitably happens between the amygdala and the hippocampus. Basically, when you're trying to recall a memory and you have two conflicting stories coming from implicit and explicit memory, I'm able to bypass those using break method without actually putting you under hypnotherapy. So I I grew up in a crazy neighborhood. If you saw the movie uh, Goodfellas, um, I grew up right at ground zero there. And so um, lots of people ended up in jail, lots of people ended up dead. And um, I somehow just completely brushed it off and just keep moving forward. But do you think we have to dive a little deeper in there and maybe there's something going on that could make me even happier? So I'm a big fan of not creating problems where none currently exist. In fact, uh, a lot of people that come to my program feel like they had done things in the past where they felt like a therapist was trying to give them puzzle pieces that weren't even theirs to try to put into the puzzle. So I don't like to create problems where none should be in the first place, but I think everyone has something to gain from learning a little bit more about themselves. So as long as you're not afraid of what you might uncover, I don't think anyone has anything to lose from digging a little deeper. No, no, I'm not. I'm not afraid. So 
so but you don't practice it so tell uh, us about so I do practice break, break method, method is what I do now which effectively allows the student to get into the seat of where hypnotherapists would be in terms of kind of guiding the narrative or the conversation to get to those points that created the pattern that are actually driving their subconscious behavior. So I'm able to do that through a tool called directed storytelling, which actually sifts through your memories, both explicit and implicit in a way where I'm directing the story and you don't know why I'm asking you certain things. So your ability to protect or lie or hide information is diminished Diminished, greatly. Um, And then I teach you how to sift through your own data to kind of show you exactly how your brain has been recreating the science experiment over and over again in your present. So somebody said to me recently, because that's scary talk, right? That, that, that What you just said is scary talk, because like, I, I don't want to believe anything's wrong with me, right, if you're listening mm-hmm. yeah. to this. But somebody said, um, well, think about a computer. Like, mm-hmm. sometimes there's a little malfunction there. We just got to go in and totally. cha- change a little piece of software, and voila, computer starts working. That's a great analogy. And the way I teach in break method is effectively whatever we experience in childhood with the highest frequency, knowing that in childhood, we're not in control of our environment, right? Our parents are very much in control. We end up experiencing some level of adversity or something that doesn't make us feel loved or safe. Exactly. Um, And I think the most important thing to remember is that a child comes into the world, innocent, loving, and curious, wanting to explore their environment. And usually some of their first experiences are not of the loving, curious, kind, innocent nature. So those create these things that are like viruses, right? Where they basically get hooked into your brain's system and effectively these viruses run all the time and force you to recreate some aspect of what happened to you in childhood by putting different characters in your present back into those same roles. So we're more likely to be primed to label somebody in our present according to what happened to us in the past. past. And, Mm -hmm. And so you get a social cue... Right. And then mm-hmm. and then you just have this repetitive. Exactly. Balance. And I think most people in their present don't realize that something's wrong until they're losing a relationship, getting fired, having some sort of conflict when you can learn how to see it coming long before you're actually having the, the painful experience. What's the biggest challenge people have with um, recognizing that, OK, I got to I got to fix some software? I honestly I think the biggest thing is that we're kind of told to rest into our victim mentality. I think that's probably the number one. I think our media right now is really embracing this victim mentality, which Spartan Race is kind of the exact antithesis. It's like be your victor of your life. But I think a lot of things that are happening in our world right now are very much the opposite. It's like be in the victim mentality so then you can just not have any personal responsibility. And so so people will just say, well, that's just the way it's it is. It's just the way I am. Right. Or even like, let's look at something as silly as astrology. Like, I'm just a Gemini. Like, oh, are you just a Gemini? Or is sure. that actually part of how you were patterned. People are very quick to rest on these labels and then be like, well, that's just a self-fulfilling prophecy. History will repeat itself. It's the way I am. I think that's the biggest roadblock. How do you, um, certainly the people that come see you are are, are a little different than the people that don't. Right? They're already open-minded. You have to have a certain level of self-awareness to be like, you know what, maybe... Let me check in. Maybe I should check in. Yeah. And and so what do you think happens to the other 99%? Like why, why, like how, how do we get to them? So I think there's a couple different ways to get to them. I have a book that's coming out at the end of the year called You're a Liar, which okay. I picked I like very intentionally. Yeah. Um, number one, no one wants to believe they're a liar, right? No one right. wants to believe that they could possibly be deceitful and pulling the wool over people's lives. But really, that's actually even just inherently in telling stories and recalling memory. Like We're all liars all the time. Sure. So I think one way to do it is to effectively like enrage someone enough to try to want to prove me wrong, which is why I picked the title You're a liar. liar. I like it. Um, I'm hoping that people see that and think, you know what? 
I'm going to read this just to prove that she's wrong and then hopefully come out on the other side realizing that really it's not that that's an inherently bad quality. That's just unfortunately how our brain works with memory recall. So you accept you're a liar. Now what? So now the process starts to figure out what that virus is, who put it there, and what it's currently being triggered by in your present environment so that you can learn what are the subtle behaviors or subtle thoughts that need to be stopped in the process before you're already emoting. Because once you're experiencing the emotion, it's already too late. Now the pain is just right around the corner. And the whole Break Method program teaches you how to interrupt emotional response using logic and intuition so that you're actually stopping that flow of neurotransmitter. And the people that you've had through the program successful? Like The success rate is insane. I actually don't work with people on an individual basis anymore. I have a four-month online course. We see about 500 students per semester, four times a year. I've worked with everything from suicide, exiting cults, to addictive behaviors, and I also do a lot of corporate training. So I just got hired to do the Arizona Department of Education and do all of their special needs staff. So it it has both corporate leadership applications as well as obviously people that are experiencing pain, but it's the same treatment protocol for everybody. And I think the most important thing to me is that it's sustainable. I'm not sitting there like doing the handholding. In fact, in many ways, I'm teaching them how not to lean into that learned helplessness and teach them how to do it for themselves so that they can leave and keep doing it for themselves. And then do they go on and you're seeing people help other people? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I see yeah. a lot of people actually come and end up working for me. Long-term. That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So why don't we take a break? Normally we do burpees, but you could um, oh, you could fix me. I'll do burpees. <laughs> no, fix me. Okay. <laughs> hey, Spartans. Hope you're enjoying the podcast. We'll get back to that in just a moment. I'm Anne LaRue here to continue on with our 31 habits of the healthiest Spartans. So habit for today, number six, relearn everything you thought you knew about fats. Back in the 70s and 80s, we were trying to cut fats. What are we learning now? Fats have a role in our day-to-day life. What do they help do? Number one, they empty a lot slower than carbohydrates and uh, and proteins do from our stomach. This helps us stay fuller longer and feel satiated. Next, they help transport fat-soluble vitamins, vitamins A, D, E, and K, throughout our body so that they can do their jobs. So fat is more than just a macronutrient. How can we incorporate healthy fats into our day? Let's start by talking about what healthy fats are. Avocados, nuts, seeds, olive oil, fatty fish like salmon or my favorite, sardines. Try incorporating a little bit of healthy fats into every day and before you know it, you'll be on your way to feeling more satisfied and living a healthier life. That's habit number six. We'll be back next week to talk about habit number seven in our series of 31 Habits of the Healthiest Spartans. If you want to get the full downloadable, go to life.spartan.com slash habits. We'll be right back to the interview here in a second. We're going to take a little short time out for a sponsor break from one of our our partners and our sponsor here, FitAid. This is a a wonderful product. And just a, a quick side note. To become a partner with Spartan, our CEO, Joe DeSena, is very discerning. I mean, we've had many, many companies try to be partnered with us. And you have to be, your product has to be wholesome, healthy, and has to be what you advertise it to be. Absolutely. And so Fit8 has passed that test, right? To, to the point where every single racer doing this race this weekend at Fenway, we're recording, um, is going to be handed one of these for recovery. 
Yeah. Well, I tell you what, when you just look, you look at the packaging here and we got our Spartan logo on there, but this thing for the recovery blend, right? Glutamine, glucosamine, electrolytes, CoQ10, green tea extract, turmeric, vitamin C, D, E, full B complex, all in here. Yeah. And I tell you, it tastes pretty good. It, well, it's not just coincidence we have this around. We honestly have yeah, it around all day. I, I pour that out. <laughs> there's nothing left in it. It went down pretty smoothly. You know what? Speaking of nothing in the can, you know what else is in the can? There's no artificial flavors. It's uh, vegan. It's kosher. It's um, uh, paleo. It's pretty much free of all the things you don't want. Yeah, right. For the fitaid.com. You find out more about FitAid. Right now, we're going to find out more about this great interview. All right, let's get back to it. So um, that's amazing. So I'm completely fixed. Forever. Yep. Forever. Just like that. That was amazing. Only takes 20 seconds. How long does it take? Uh, the online course takes about four months. Some people need to repeat it a second time. So everyone that enrolls, they always get one free audit if they need it. Um, but honestly, I also do two-day intensive programs. And I've seen people that have that high intellectual capacity that often turns against them. If I can flip that switch and actually have them use it to augment their experience, sometimes two days is all it takes. Do you think, um, I feel like we are transformative with, with Spartan Race. Absolutely. Because I get all these emails. I'm no longer drinking. I'm no longer doing this. I'm back with my husband. I'm back with my wife. What happens out on the course that's similar to your online course? I mean, I think there's a lot of things that happen on the course. In general, just someone's ability to overcome a personal obstacle or perceive something to be very challenging and then come out on the other side having learned something about themselves, that's a skill that they can then replicate, right? So a lot of people probably sign up for Spartan Race not having any sort of personal confidence or any secure identity. And doing Spartan Race and actually finishing and crossing the finish line helps actually build that for them. So, I mean, in that way, that will transfer into how they interact in relationships, how they're labeling their partner's looks, you know? I think a lot of things go wrong in relationships just with the process of reflection. If you're not feeling good about yourself, every look that your intimate partner gives you, it's going to reflect something negative about you. But if they've learned to overcome that in Spartan Race, all of a sudden they're going to see a different person staring back at them. That makes perfect sense. And then on the side, because you have a lot of free time, you've got this thing called booty, (laughs) booty yoga. Yeah, so the interesting thing... It's not booty like butt. It's It's like B-U-T-I. It's an Indian Marathi word that means the cure to something hidden beneath the the surface. And it was originally used in reference to Ayurvedic herbs, which were jati booty. So that's actually, ironically, not my side business. That's like the thing that made me famous. And that program is very vast at this point. We have 5,000 instructors. It's taught in 27 countries. We have the largest yoga teacher training program in the country today, which is pretty cool. Thank you. Uh, So that's been actually my primary job for the last eight years. How long is a yoga class of of booty yoga? Booty classes range 60 to 90 minutes. I really like to push the 90 minute mark because I really like to just push it as far as I possibly can before having the oxytocin release at the end. Sure. And and they're held in. How'd How'd you grow that business? How'd that happen? So, I mean, that business... Was it an overnight success? You didn't really do much? It, oh, God. <laughs> I wish. Is that even a real thing? I don't even think that's real. Uh, no, definitely industry disruptive business where I had to basically get all the social media battles and names called and everything that I was doing wrong to disrupt yoga and that I was basically the yoga antichrist only to eventually, years later, be in Yoga Journal and have everybody come around. Accept and, it. Yeah, accept it. And, and your, in fact, copy it, if we're going to be honest. What's the... Um, um, what's different about the yoga? So booty is a dynamic asana practice. So 
obviously very fast-paced movements, kind of like power vinyasa. Sure. But we incorporate a lot of primal movement um, and something that I call spiral structure technique, which sure. is meant to work the body along the spiral using inner and outer unit core. A lot of you know different types of rotational movements that get missed in the practice of yoga, which is right. traditionally very linear. And is it is it standardized mov- movements? Um, we teach all of our instructors how to literally go with the vibe of the class. So we give right. them the structure, the types of movements, how to build a class nice. sequence. But everything is very much in the flow. No class could ever be exactly the same. That's awesome. So not only did you, no, I'm no longer a liar. You fixed my brain, and now I got to do some booty yoga. You really do. <laughs> what else you want to tell us about? You're like a superstar. Uh, God, there's so much going on. I think when I first started to look into Spartan Race, and obviously, you know, I've known Suffer since I was 10, from the perspective of break method and more just, you know, being kind of a geek for what's going on inside of people's brains, I thought it was really interesting how people that are attracted to Spartan Races, I, to me, they fall into two very specific categories of what I refer to as source beliefs, but I think a lot of people would maybe call them like limiting beliefs or whatever that kind of core belief is you hold about yourself. And I think the number one group, as I kind of dug into it, I think these are people that have kind of these like broader existential questions that kind of maybe reside more on the like all life is chaos or trying to figure out how to make life less chaotic by kind of like self-mastery. I think those are probably the two core beliefs that end up aligning the most with it'd be, it'd be fun to um to interview uh, or, yeah, even, if, would, even if it's digitally right answer, i'd be so into it a, answer these 20 questions and, yeah. and uh and see if there's always two and you know we have two doctors on the panel so dr johnny and dr Thank l you. so we'll we'll figure out uh, and i think the other one is i have to hold it all together for everyone or somebody that's always been the peacekeeper they're the ones that do so much for other people that eventually when they see something like this they're like great i can just be and just start pulling people exactly out. yeah mm-hmm. i need more peacekeepers yeah Everybody needs a little bit more peace. Peace givers. Those are the amazing people that help change. Because I can't do this alone, right? Our goal is yeah. to change 100 million lives. So, so we need those those people that are going out there ripping people off the couch. Absolutely. What could we do better at, during a Spartan course that would uh, take it up a notch based on um, some of the stuff you're doing? God, I mean, I, so I actually just started a retreat that's called Go Into Chaos. And yeah. I, I mean, obviously, they're, the Spartan Race is very good about like kind of building the physicality of going into that kind of fear. I wonder how much you could kind of delve into the psychology of the fear before they even yeah. go into the race. Like if you're able to somehow trigger their actual emotional fear before they go into the race. So it's like double conquering. That might be the next that's level. That's interesting. How would I do that? At the start line or you're saying or, or at home before they even get here? I mean, I think there are a variety of ways. I mean, some of it could be, I don't know what the intake process is for Spartan Race, but if you do some sort of intake where you can figure out what people's actual, not like physical, tangible fears, but what their actual fear is about themselves, there are a variety of ways I could think of to trigger that before they even go into the race. I was just coming through um, uh, Customs, Border border Control, and uh, from Canada. Mm -hmm. They're tough there. They're tough. And the woman said to me, oh, Spartan, she saw the shirt. Mm -hmm. And she said, "Uh, I was going to do one, but I haven't done one. And I said, why haven't you done one? And so I tried to dig a little deeper and she said, well, everybody I know has done one. And so, which I, I never really thought of this before, but she said, I don't want to be an anchor. I don't want to pull people down. I, I, maybe I would do it if there were people that had never done this before. So, um, there's a whole ho- training. I, I'm not in good enough shape, mm-hmm. right? I don't want to, I don't want to hold people back. I might get hurt. Um, are the typical fears Yeah, we hear. I think, I mean, it's, I, you and I tend to use anchor the same way because I think a lot of people are like, anchor, that means I'm grounded, right? right. I use anchor kind of as that negative, slightly yeah. negative connotation sure. as well. Um, I mean, I think 
for somebody like that, there's also, I'm sure, some level to which if everyone else has done it, the deeper fear there is everyone else has done it. What if I don't finish? Right. Sure, it right, ends right. up ending up more in embarrassment than anything else, even if that's not what they're reporting to you. Why don't you and I uh, go run the course? Right now? <laughs> I'll, I'll I do dove it. into your fear. Oh, no. I'll, oh, my You're God. In? The only part of it that, I'll be honest, the only part yeah. that freaks me out is the electricity part. No electricity here. I disconnected it. See? Then I'm in. <laughs> we got to go. Busy gold. Awesome lady, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, first of all, super articulate. I mean, really, yeah. I think right. kind of takes takes a lot. I mean, there's a lot there. There's so yeah. much there. But she takes it all and condenses it down into this break method. Um, and one thing that I love that she said was uh, talking about sort of like the virus that's planted yeah. and then how we are patterned based on that virus to basically repeat certain behaviors and ways of thinking that can get us into trouble. Mm-hmm. And I love that concept because I think it's so true that when we kind of go back to the seed, oh, I wish Sephra was here. When we go back to the seed and kind of go back to that core that we can really learn how to basically, you know, prevent certain behaviors and thinking patterns from happening that trip us up. I'd just like to mention the Sephir is here in spirit because she's the one who introduced Busy to us. Yes, yeah, absolutely. It was, it, it was funny because yeah. when she was talking, yeah. I thought, oh, she reminds me a lot of Sephra. Yeah, yeah. And then she says, well, Sephra and I have obviously been friends since we were 10. I was like, wow, there, there you go. Very cool. Yeah. But I, I would just add on to your point there. I did find her to be extraordinarily articulate. Mm-hmm. And she has her speech. She, she clearly understands what she's saying. Yeah. She is an expert. But a mark of a true expert in, a, in any given field is an ability right, to make the difficult simple for others mm-hmm. to understand. Gotcha. If you can't break a problem down and put it in simple terms, you may not be the expert you think you are. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. I love that. And, and a lot of what she talked about, I mean, it's, it's not being invented here. It's, um, it's, these are some complex ideas that have been around for a long time. Right. But she's done a really good job, like you say, of breaking it down where where it's directly applicable. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the, when she talks about um, trying to figure out what is the virus, yeah. who put it there, right. and how is it showing up in your day-to-day life, right. that's fantastic because you can't address anything until you start looking at that. Yeah, totally. Well, and I think, too, that one of the difficult things that we, we do as human beings or easy things that we do but makes our life difficult is that we offload. You know, that like if, if there's a problem that's going on in our life, we often tend to think of other reasons why it is and not within ourselves. Yeah, sure. Um, but I love that sort of she brings it back to the self, you know, that like we have to look there in order to make things different. Yeah. You know, if it's if it rains and you can't climb up the rope, I mean, sure, it could be because of the rain, but it could also be because your tactic sucks, yeah, you know, sure. so you yeah, got to look right. inside to yeah. sort of figure out what the issue well, is. I, I wasn't out there. You guys were both out sure, Lake yeah. Tahoe where the interview took place. And I unless I missed it, I was kind of curious if, if she has applied any of these techniques uh, to veterans because I would have thought that this would this would have been a a good PTSD type uh, program and I I was just wondering if if anybody had had a side conversation or knew if if that had come about because if not I think there's an opening there for sure Joe may have it didn't come up in our conversations and um, but I agree and I think she'd agree that these are these are um, principles that would certainly be very beneficial in in that situation Um, and and we we interviewed somebody recently who had a great great line that that applies to this and they talked about that um, you know sometimes we try and overcome things by just trying harder and trying harder Mm -hmm. and trying harder and they said there's an anchor Mm -hmm. and 
sure, you can drag that anchor with a 50,000 horsepower boat, but eventually you're going to blow the engines. Right. Why don't you cut the anchor? Yeah. You know, that's what she's talking about, figuring what that anchor is and how to cut it. Yep. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that it's a, I think it's a concept that we could certainly just sort of learn from in just even the small things in our life that are Mm -hmm. tripping us up, not just sort of like the bigger, deeper wounds, but just the small things like how do I start being more active or how do I start eating better or how do I engage in relationships a little bit better that, that might just be start with sort of small things and what do we, what needs to be cut so that we can do that. You know what? So far we've really actually only talked about half what she does and that's break method, which is incredible. But she also talks about booty yoga, B-U-T-I. Right. And um, you were explaining to me before what that actually means. Yeah, it was so awesome. So I wrote it down because I loved it so much. It's the cure um, hidden behind the surface, right? Which I think is sort of like we, we always look for more as the answer. You know, we're looking out there when it's like, what could be the cure is hidden actually what's within us already. Um, I, I, that's how I sort of like heard it and learned it. But, um, but I think that it can mean a lot of different things, but I love that sort of sentiment of the cure behind the surface. But that's actually her main focus, right? Yeah, sure. She talked about, I I don't remember what the number was, but I remember when she said it, that's what I thought it was like five. Five thousand, and maybe we, you know. Maybe yeah, she said the largest um, yoga uh, teacher training program in the country. Yeah, yeah, and, and and I don't. I'm just guessing, but I mean, if she's Sephra's friend, you're talking early thirties. Yeah, uh, that's, that's, right. that's incredibly. Uh, Tim just broke the cardinal rule. You never guess what I'm No, but I... <laughs> Whoa, he uh, went there. I, I didn't get the exact. <laughs> I gave a range. I gave good. a range. It's good. I gave a range. Well, yeah, and but incredibly accomplished. No yeah, matter what without, it without about. Unreal, right? No doubt about so, it. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know what? We're going to be uh, back next week with another incredible guest. But for mm-hmm. now, I'm really glad you're here for this one. This episode of Spartan Up is brought to you by FitAid. Recovery for your active lifestyle. Each ice-cold can of FitAid contains key ingredients like BCAAs, glutamine, turmeric, omega-3s, and more. Race dirty, recover clean with FitAid. Visit ForTheFitAid.com and sign up to win an amazing grand prize package from FitAid and Spartan. Monthly Spartan prize packs and more. FitAid, recovery for your active lifestyle. Hey Spartans, this is Marion out from behind the camera again. I want to thank you for listening to today's interview of Spartan Up. We're here to be your partner in resilience training for your mind, body, and spirit. We've got tips on leadership, interviews with inspiring high achievers and thought leaders, information on holistic health, motivation, and the Spartan mindset. We're here almost every day of the week to help you stay on track. If you like our show, help us on our mission. We want to rip 100 million people off the couch and give them the tools to keep going. The best way to build the audience for a podcast like this is is word of mouth. So if you like our show or you like a particular episode, I hope you'll share it with your friends, share it on your social media, just help us get the word out. And if you want more, we've got a ton of articles at spartan.life.com.